In my experience, people who want to lose weight have two common opening moves. First, they cut out carbs, and second, they implement cardio. While neither of these are inherently bad or wrong, I do think that cardio should not be the main focus of your fat loss workout routine. First of all, yes, cardio does burn calories. Not as many as it probably feels like, but it certainly does. And head to head, it does burn more calories than resistance training when done for the same duration. So if you do an hour of cardio, you'll burn more calories than an hour of resistance training. However, there are some pretty major reasons why I think you should favor resistance training over cardio and not just for fat loss, but also for overall health. I know there's going to be some people listening who love their cardio and have already thought of 20 reasons why I'm wrong and why cardio is great and how cardio helped them to lose weight and improve their health, etc. And that's great. But before you rally the members of your tribe, I want to encourage you to listen what I'm saying and not just caricature what you think I'm saying. Now when we look at cardio or cardiovascular training, I'm talking about exercise that targets your heart and lungs. So I wouldn't include walking in here, even though we'll talk about walking later, simply because walking doesn't necessarily increase the demand for oxygen in your body to a great degree. Now like I said earlier, cardio certainly does burn calories. However, cardio's calorie burn is a manual burn. You burn lots of calories while you're performing cardio, but once you're done your session, there's not much residual burn. It doesn't rev up your fat burning for the rest of the day. And this actually serves a purpose. You see, your body is amazing at adapting and it will adapt to whatever stimulus you give it. So when you're performing long, steady state cardio, you're telling your body that you need lots of calories to fuel your activity. It will respond in one of two ways. It will either lower your calorie output, aka burning less calories, or by increasing calorie input, aka increasing your appetite. So your body will be trying to become more efficient with the calories that you have and will lower your calorie burn in order to make sure that it has sufficient calories to fuel your run. I think part of why most people turn to cardio first is because we've been led to believe that the biggest reason to exercise is to burn calories. However, the goal of exercise should not be focused on burning calories. You simply don't burn enough calories when working out but rather focus on building muscle. Now with resistance training, you will build lean muscle, and muscle has a high demand for energy, meaning that you won't burn as many calories during your workout, you will be building muscle, which will continue to demand calories throughout the day. It's not a lot, but even a small boost to your daily calorie burn will add up over time. And so instead of having to manually burn calories, your body will be burning extra calories even when you're sleeping. Next, cardio is anti-muscle and anti-strength because having extra muscle requires more oxygen to keep your body moving. In order to help your body become more efficient, your body will actually drop muscle because it's not advantageous to the stimulus that you're giving it. If your body's dropping muscle along with fat, you're not actually changing your body fat percentage very much, but you are lowering your metabolism meaning you're going to end up burning less calories because your body's holding on to less muscle. Now resistance training on the other hand is the only pro tissue activity that you can do. There is nothing else that will help you build muscle and improve bone density, both of which are very important for longevity. 
If you're over 40, and especially for women, resistance training is going to be the best thing that you can do to help your bones stay strong as you continue to age. Another problem with running is that most people believe that because once upon a time they ran as a kid, that they can still run. Running is a skill that if you don't do it regularly, you will do it incorrectly. And the more incorrectly you do it, the greater your risk of injury. And if you get injured, then that sets everything back. Now, when it comes to resistance training, most of the movements tend to be foreign to people as they're starting out, which means that they'll likely take some time to learn the movements before putting their body under a tremendous amount of stress. Now, with all this talk about why you shouldn't rely on cardio for fat loss, I'm sure you can probably think of someone you know or a fitness influencer who does cardio and also has lots of muscle. It's not that you can't do cardio, but I would imagine that that individual also has above average genetics and that they perhaps even look the way they do in spite of their cardio and not because of it. Now, I'm certainly not anti-cardio. If you enjoy running, I think that you absolutely should. If your tasks require you to be able to sustain a quick pace for extended periods of time, absolutely train for that. I also think that most people should aim to be fit enough to jog or run for up to a mile, and this is simply for emergency purposes, and I think that it's a decent indicator of GPP, or general physical preparedness. If you can run a mile in under 8 minutes, you're probably in decent shape, and could run somewhere in case of an emergency. But again, this has nothing to do with running for fat loss. I think that when it comes to fat loss and improving overall health, the priority should be on resistance training with an appropriate amount of cardiovascular training. I've seen far too many people start and stop running because they wanted to lose fat but they didn't enjoy it, or they lost the weight but struggled to keep it off because they weren't able to continue running more and more. Now earlier I mentioned how I didn't include walking in the cardio category, and that's because walking is very different than jogging or running. Walking provides most of the benefits of those activities without the negatives. If you weight trained for 2-3 to three days per week and were able to get around 10,000 steps every day, you'd be well on your way to a much healthier body. Music